1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Angelo, congratulations! We haven't read it yet, but just the title alone—where did you come up with that?
0: Thank you, Dom. It's uh, not really that complicated. I <laughs> for thirty <laughs> for thirty-three years, I yelled and screamed. Uh, but I didn't realize it would be this newsworthy because the Phillies fans have kind of taken over the baseball world right now with the way they're reacting to the team. So, uh, but it is different. Dom, I got to be honest with you. Like, yeah, it's not as negative. Like the, I think, you know, WIP, the people that work there who engineered this thing about giving Trey Turner a a standing ovation when he was making three hundred million and playing awful, that would not be within my normal <laughs> repertoire.
1: I can imagine it would be ordering the dirty thirty to storm the field and kidnap Trey Turner That's until the
0: yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Well, look, and- you know, I, I get the part, Angela. You know what's interesting though? Uh <laughs> the rest of the team has said, and athletes in my experience never say stuff like this. It bolstered them. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and and that – if I were there this year, I would have done everything I could to sabotage this thing and (laughs) therefore probably would have hurt the team. So, you know, I'm on the sidelines now and I'm going down. Well, I definitely picked the right time to get out because this dinosaur is out of the picture now. New people are in making good decisions, and I – I have to respect what they're doing, although, man, would I have looked like an idiot. I would have done everything I could to sabotage it. Well, And here they are. They're yeah. going to the World Series. You know that. They're oh, going.
1: without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. And, Angelo, it's more than that. There's something about this team, and I turn to you. I got some theories. The fans have changed, but it is yes. an all-time team. We were talking – it's such a big story here, even in talk radio, politics aside. We were talking about it somewhat yesterday. The only one I remember embraced like this were the Broad Street Bullies. I don't think the yeah. 93 Phillies, for a while they were. And then people tired of them. We kind of learned what they were really about. You covered it. I think you were actually yep. there for that. Is there another team that is embraced quite well, like the Phillies?
0: You, you nailed it. it. It is 73 to 75, the two championship flyer team. And, and the love, the bond that was created with the city then, even though I wasn't here, was that they were this rough, fighting, blue-collar. They reflected the city so well. I, I don't think you could necessarily say that about the Phillies this year. I mean, there are a lot of guys on there making unbelievable amounts of money. But they really – it's just – I can't figure last year out. In this book, I'm trying to figure out, down how – In September, last year, early September, Al Morgani and I are talking about the Phillies. And he goes, man, they can't even get 30,000 people to come to these games. And it's a pennant race. And and then they got 35,000, and they got it on a a dollar dog night. They were selling hot dogs for a buck, right? We went. And Al said on the air, well, all they got to do is give hot dogs away for a buck the rest of the year. (laughs) and they people in yeah. and within two weeks dom they're selling every seat out they got a new level of volume in that place and i still can't figure that out i've been studying the crowds i got a lot of time on my hands now they seem younger they seem yes. different it seems like baseball, more women too more women you're right more women and i'm looking at it and i'm going it seems like they've come. We always would think, well, maybe the, this is the last generation, our generation that love for baseball. No, they're coming around now, people in their 20s and 30s, men and women, and they're showing more energy. And good for them. I'm, You know, time marches on. But that's, I'm still trying to figure out how that all happened last year.
1: Uh I don't know either. I would say that the key to a lot of this and Angelo you are, you know, Eagles consume you when you were on the air, but you're one of the preeminent baseball guys. You know, baseball's not you see this team rivaling the Philadelphia Eagles who are bigger than ever because of Harper. Yeah. Harper is a seminal figure in Philadelphia sports.
0: He is. He's the man, all right? He's uh, more than Hurts, more than anybody on the Eagles, even, yeah, even more than Kelsey to a degree because when Harper's at the plate, now they're afraid to pitch to him. They don't even want to see this guy. And he is such a leader. I mean, the way he just, he has taken the rest of the team and made them tougher. He They, they now appear to embrace big moments. Because he does. And, look, there aren't many people that get the kind of contract he did. And you could say it's a bargain. But that was the biggest move that turned the Phillies back around and gave us another great run. It was Harper. Harper's the key to it. And Harper is what I, – I think this is the year. Because, you know, I had 132 seasons that I was uh, – <laughs> if you can clue the four pro <laughs> And I got two championships. So, I would like to think that the first year I leave, Dom, they get two more, the Phillies and the Eagles. And I go, oh my God, I was the problem.
1: <laughs> That's, uh, you know what? I, I'm writing that article right now. Well, you know, control group, <laughs> Angelo Cataldi's not there, and we're winning. The Flyers are doing better. Well, the Sixers kind of put the damper on that, but.
0: A little. Uh, Angelo, but, you g- know, g- you never know.
1: Give us from the book, but well, certainly we want to have you back and really go into detail. Sure. Are there any feuds in the book, and if so, who's the biggest oh. feud? Is it you and Howard Eskin or you and someone else?
0: <clears throat> There's a whole chapter of feuds, <laughs> and I had to and I had to cut a lot out. Oh yeah. Uh, that writing a memoir like this now makes you really look at yourself and see some of the imperfections. And nobody was better at holding a grudge. Right, But the best one, my number one feud, and it's even got a new story attached to it, my number one fu- feud was Gabe Kapler. Because oh, I hated one. the guy the whole time. So listen to this. So a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I are taking a vacation to Napa Valley. We're going wine tasting, right? Mm. And we fly into Frisco. And I don't know why, but the uh, the uh, GPS sends us right past Safe Go Field, home of the San Francisco Giants, and manager Gabe Kapler. I mean literally <laughs> we are driving right past the main office oh, of the Giants. And I say to and I say to my wife that bleep bleep Kapler is in there right now. It's <laughs> the last week of the season. We get to the hotel and Big bulletin, Gabe Capricorn. Oh, my God. Yes. And all I could think is, wouldn't it have been amazing if he looked out the window while they were firing him and saw my smiling face drive by? How great would that have been?
1: Oh, well, look, I admire a grudge. I mean, mine would be uh, Larry Krasner. It's an obvious thing here, too, wherever oh, I yeah. am, you know. Yeah. Uh, that well, might take it's, a while. It's
0: yeah. Truth. Um, it's the same thing. In the line of work that I was in. you are in, I like to respect people who are honest, who tell the truth. Gabe Kapler never said a word publicly that even he believed. He just, the only purpose of us, of the media, of the conduit to the fans, was to placate a player or kiss some other uh, uh, administration's butt. He was, he didn't ever tell the truth not even the is truth and i i hated him for it i had to interview him every week for three years i remember it was torture yeah (laughs) and then i got into the fight with him i get in the big fight with him i re i actually reprinted the the fight i had with him in the book because it got me national attention it was like i don't want national attention for this this guy is a jackass that's the only thing I was trying to say. So, yeah, he and Andy Reid and Kurt and Schilling, there were so many. I'm, I swear to God, when I wrote a list of them, there were like 50. And most of the people that are on this feud list still hate
1: me. Well, that's good. I, I, by the way, I admire that with Andy Reid. I had a feud with him. A yeah. guy set me up for an interview at the Mormon Tabernacle oh. Choir right here oh. in Philadelphia. And I saw what you went through. I asked a question. I was trying to be deferential, and he got crazy at the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. My God. Awful guy. The biggest fraud in pro (laughs) sport is
0: Andy Reid. He's doing these lovable commercials. If you knew the real Andy (laughs) Reid, you wouldn't believe it. How did he pull this off?
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, we have to do it. And I want to put your baseball hat on for a moment. Look, uh, Rob Thompson, I get it. Long season. Mm-hmm. Trust in your players. But mm-hmm. how did we – right, I don't accept, but I see it. Schwarber as a leadoff hitter is ridiculous. But Alec yeah. Bohm batting fourth behind Harper mm-hmm. when they're not pitching to him. Right. How do we explain this stuff?
0: It's not – he's – Thompson – I'm trying to understand, Thompson. He's an old-school baseball guy, and he's made a lot of great moves. Don't get me wrong. But having a bone fourth is ridiculous. He's not hitting. you got to put maybe Castellano, somebody in there who is hitting, who will keep the pitcher honest and have to pitch to Harper. You're 100% right about that. Schwarber needs to be in a more of an RBI spot in the lineup. Um, but last night, Kirkering? Um, a rookie? You got all these guys who throw a hundred miles an hour down there, and you got a slider pitcher coming in in a huge spot, one one. Mm-hmm. I, I, and you know, I, I kind of, I was screaming. I got a whole bunch of emails. People still co- complain to me, and they were going, <laughs> <"What?"> <laughs> "I'm still, I'm still a sounding board for all the negative people of Philadelphia <laughs> Well, and uh... we also, why is that kid in now? No. Exactly. Go, with, go and, with somebody who's been there.
1: Angelo, so, it is so great, and I can hardly wait. The book, November 28th, we can pre-order now, uh, all Right?
0: Hold on. No, they, there's a couple of things. All right, so the book is loud. It is. You can pre-order it on Amazon now. It, it is scheduled November 28th. I have some already, and I am selling them personalized. I will autograph them at com. So if you go there, you could order ah, it for okay. your wow. producer, and I can, I'll write whatever you want in it. And I'm telling you, Dom, it's uh, it's 33 years uh, in 286 pages. It, uh, it was a lot of fun to write. I hope you like it. I really uh, do.
1: Nobody made Philadelphia, and you're right. It is the most passionate and probably knowledgeable. I mean, when yeah. you're talking third-string quarterback of the Eagles, like <laughs> six months before the season, that sports yeah. talk.
0: Um, can I get a response yeah. from Angelo Go from ahead. this David yeah. Sampson guy? Because yeah. I know if okay. you were on air, you'd be playing this back. Yeah. Angelo, David Sampson was a former uh, GM or president oh. of the Marlins, yeah. and he went on with Stu Gotts or Dan Levitard recently and, and had some yeah. things to say about Philadelphia fans, and I just want an Angelo Cotardi response to what this guy said. Uh, he, here's what he said.
1: Can't stop their offense. And as for Philly fans, I can't stand them. Thank and I'm you. sorry, we're on a national <sighs> show.
0: I, I shouldn't say it. But as a guy who was in the NL East for 18 years – it is absolutely ridiculous. What Merrill Kelly did, he shouldn't have done. Don't poke the bear by saying it's louder at Marlins Park. I get that. But let me tell you, in Philly, there were years when they were not in the playoffs, and it's quiet, and they're grumpy, yep. and they're rude, and it's empty, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden it's a bunch of front runners who are going crazy and cheering. They're not even in the top five fan bases in all of baseball.
1: We're in the top five fan bases, oh, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: All right, uh, let me just start. All right, t- <laughs> this is how angry I heard that comment. All right, it, it was sent to me. Um, I had um, my literary agent, Cindy Webster, try to get me on Dan Lee Bottard's show. <laughs> so I could point out this is a show based in Miami. And David Sapsid was, uh, first, he ran the expos. And they oh, got God. so few fans, they had to move to, to Florida where they got, this guy is being brought on as an authority on fans where this <laughs> guy couldn't draw anybody. They fleeced the, the state of Florida and the city of Miami out of over $2 billion to build that stadium, and they can't fill half of it. And he's telling us about fans? Really? <laughs> I would love to get a shot at them. They, they're not returning my response, you know, my, uh, re- my di- request to come on because uh, I would like to school them in what real fans are like. Because, man, Miami, Florida is the worst <laughs> pro sports state in America. How dare he say that?
1: Absolutely. This is why I miss you so much, uh, Angelo. We do tremendously. So we got to get on this once the book's ready to go. We'll be ready to go here, Angelo. Thank you, as always. And uh, Philly's in what, five?
0: Uh, Yeah, probably. But uh, wherever, I think they want to, yeah, they might come back here for six and do it here, but they will do it probably here. I want it here. It will be more fun here so we can get David Sampson to tell us how bad the stands <laughs> are again. Exactly. And just a note for listeners, Michael on Twitter says, listening to Angelo, Dom, one of the best interviews I've ever heard between anybody was between Angelo and Kapler when it got heated. Go back and listen Uh-oh. to it. Okay, Absolutely. Will. Great.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks,
0: Ange. Hey, my pleasure, Dom. Anytime.
1: Dom Giudano, weekdays, noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.